listening to My Diversion, the entertainment podcast hosted by Tom and Josh. Find us on the web at MyDiversion.com. Welcome back to another episode of My Diversion. I'm your host, Tom. Welcome back, as always, Josh. What's up, what's man? Up? Are you seriously going to do the old... I wasn't ready. You weren't ready? Okay. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Josh. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, well, uh, as you can see, this episode is going to be a lot of fun. We all get yeah. to, We all get to try to tolerate Josh on this one. Um, yeah, good luck. All right. Uh, once again, we apologize for the delay. Um, but welcome to another monthly episode of my version. <laughs> I swear we're going to get better, but I'm going to say that every single episode probably. Hey, you know what? We're doing so good. I got, we got, I got an email the other day. Oh yeah. Email. Let's, let's, yeah. let's do some, let's do some my diversion, uh, feedback. Okay, yeah, let's so do some fan mail. Okay, okay fan fan mail up segment. Go ahead. You got the same email. You read it. I can't find it anymore. I think I deleted it because I didn't like the guy. You really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I, I'm not reading it right now, but I'm pretty sure this is what it says is, "Hey Josh, this is an email. Now shut up." I think he said, "Stop your whining." Yeah, stop your whining. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I he wasn't said, "Whining? I was bitching. It's different." And then the, my favorite part was that. <laughs> and this is from Alan, by the way. He says, uh, sent from an iPhone. Ha, 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 So how good was that? I liked my response to him. What was that? What was your response? <laughs> I'm sorry you had to send that from your iPhone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least we now know that an iPhone can send and receive emails. So, I, Hey, how do we know that he received it? We know he sent it. We don't know if he could receive it. Oh, all right. Yeah, maybe he can yeah. only send emails and not That's receive right. Them. That's right. <laughs> Idiot. He had to wait until he got home. <laughs> he had to check his iCloud. Is it there? Is it there? Is it there? All right. So we've been actually uh, mulling over a bunch of ideas. We actually have a lot of ideas that we wanted to do uh, future episodes on. Um, what is this, R2-D2 interruption here? What the hell is I'm this? I'm sorry, my wife sent me a text. I forgot to uh, mute my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, muted, okay. Ba- what, what does Luke say? Uh, battle down the hatches, R2. Is that what it says? <laughs> in no. The, in the original Star Wars? What does he say? <laughs> Bat- Shut the f- up i don't know <laughs> batten down the hatches uh i don't know what he says yes you lying sack he says something <laughs> like do something about that back there would you r2 i just i just like that you keep reaching because you have no idea i what have no idea about. i know that i know that he puts out that little stick arm and he tries to like weld something on the ship as it starts to break down okay yeah. He says that stabilizer is breaking loose again. See if you can't lock it down. <laughs> lock it down. 
Yeah. I turned Luke Skywalker into a pirate there for a minute. Yeah. R! That, <laughs> that, yeah, walk the plank, R2. Okay. All right. Are we? Do we have segments <laughs> on this? Where are we? <laughs> I swear we're gonna get this episode started. I swear. Okay. So we. As I was saying, we've we've actually been mulling over a bunch of ideas for future episodes, and uh, we have a lot of things that we need to discuss. But today's episode, we're just gonna start off with some do's and don'ts because I want to get caught up on some of the things that I've been uh, enjoying and. And finding new things that I hate. Josh has been doing the same. Um, so we're just going to kind of riff on a few things that, uh, you know, the good and bad. We're going to start off that way. And then segment number two, I don't know how long these segments are going to be. I, I'm kind of suspicious that there's only going to be two segments. We'll play it by ear. Um, so hang with us. Segment number two is going to be where we're going to kind of have a breakdown of the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 versus the Battlefield 3. Since Battlefield 3 came out, what, two weeks before Modern Warfare? Yes. And we've both had a chance to play through those. Josh hasn't done the campaign on Modern Warfare, but I have. Hey, easy. I, I got a trophy by saying I'll play the campaign. A tro- uh, you got a trophy, huh? Yeah. Did you uh, finish the campaign on Battlefield no. But we've both done multiplayer. Well, I haven't done multiplayer on Modern Warfare, but Josh has. And, we, yeah. and we've and we done uh, multiplayer on Battlefield. And if time allows, we'll do a WTF at the end. So we're going to play this one by ear a little bit. Obviously, we're just kind of winging it here at the we beginning. Haven't, haven't we always played it by ear, though? Yeah, that's true. So we're pretty much we're going to stick to our regular routine of winging it. <laughs> Uh, this segment brought to you by Wingers. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and, and wing it into segment number one. Do some do's and don'ts. Now, I've spoken to Josh on the phone about some of the of some of the new and exciting things that uh, we've come across in the last little while, and and uh, I think I even put this the, uh, on the uh, My Diversion Facebook page that I have pre-ordered and is and I'm going to actually get my hands on a Kindle Fire this week. The instruction we find in books is like fire. We fetch it from our neighbors. Kindle it at home, communicate it to others, and it becomes property of all. From Kindle, Fire is born. A Kindle for movies, music, web, games, and reading. Kindle Fire. I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, And I just got an email today, in fact, that said that that baby is being shipped, so... I suspect Wednesday, maybe the latest Thursday. So I'll be able to give a thorough hands-on review of the Kindle Fire. I'm excited. If you can get it out of your daughter's hands. That's very true. 
But good. The good news about that is if she likes it, she's gonna buy her own, dude. I was talking about. I was talking about your youngest daughter. No. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> it's a very well, man. We all know it's going to play Angry Birds and cut the rope. I don't think you're going to get much time with this thing. And Thomas the train engine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's that's very true. But uh, so when she allows me to charge it, maybe I can play it while it's charging. <laughs> no, so I'm I'm looking forward to uh, being able to play around with the Kindle Fire. So I will uh, give a hands-on review to that in the future. And Josh, you actually looked at uh, what the Asus or the Acer ta- tablet? Uh, I saw an Acer tablet at Walmart. I was kind of impressed, but I'm really wanting this new Asus transformer that comes out next month. It's got a quad-core processor and running Android 4.0. I think that one's going to be the bomb. Yeah, that's going to be running what five, six hundred bucks. It's uh, six hundred bucks for uh, the 32 gig model. <sighs> so. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be a nice tablet, that's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be a sweet tablet. But uh, the Kindle Fire is only running at 200. I'll take that. With 8 gig, <laughs> with 8 gig, right, okay. Yeah, and, and unlimited streaming from the Amazon Cloud, so. Right, and two, two dual core, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just, yeah, just, you know, okay, all right. We're also talking two to $600. Uh, you can get three Kindles for the same price as your asus uh optimus prime i mean transformer <laughs> so all right <laughs> yeah but yeah honestly tell me the truth which one would you rather have a transformer or a kindle fire well if they were the same that, price b- b- based on the name just based on the name oh yeah it, it, i think amazon made a mistake by not calling it the amazon kindle optimus prime <laughs> that's what i thought that's what i thought or the, the amazon kindle neo <laughs> That would be so awesome. All right. So I'm going to start off with a movie that I just watched just over the over the weekend that I really, really enjoyed. It's called Horrible Bosses. You want It's 8.15 a.m. It's 18-year-old scotch. <laughs> if you want a promotion, you got to earn it. Harkin tricked me into having a drink at 8 o'clock this morning. I thought he was going to give you a promotion. Yeah, no, he is. I have decided who I want to be our new vice president of sales. Me. What do you say? Nick, uh, please, we're in the middle of a meeting. Sorry. That's all right. I'll just attribute this to your drinking problem. Unless your boss isn't sexually harassing you. Let's see if this thing's working. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a squirter, Dale. You know, yours doesn't sound that bad. We need to trim some of the fat. What do you mean by trim the fat? I want you to fire the fat people. They're lazy and they're slow and they make me sad to look at. You can start with large Marge. Marge, can you come in here, please? What? You would have to admit our lives would be easier if our bosses weren't alive. You can fire Professor Xavier. You mean Hank? Creeps me out, rolling around all day in a special little secret chair. I don't care how bad our bosses are. We're not murderers. Oh, Dale, you know that I like to fool around. This is bad. Bad, bad, bad. You know what? That's crossing the line. I'm in. Okay, so let's do this. We gotta hire a professional. I'm gonna be your murder consultant. Word. You wanna pull off a brilliant murder? It's gonna look like it's an accident. Ah! You gotta be smart. I'm gonna honk the horn six times. Something much more subtle. Four honks? Can you honk once? People honk once all the time. You're gonna be running in and out of the house. I know it's you. Come on, I know it's you. Find the vulnerable. Peanuts. That's a peanut butter sandwich. Are you not good with peanuts? Whoa, whoa. Look at this. What about little jabs? Little jabs? 
My boss, who we're planning to kill, is dying in front of you and you saved his life? Well, that sounds bad when you say it like that. I can crush you anytime I want. You know that. Explain why you're in 61 in a 25 zone. I was drag racing. In a Prius. I don't win a lot. Got uh, Jason Bateman in it and Sudeikis from Saturday Night Live. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, Kevin Spacey, uh, Colin Farrell. Is that the guy? I haven't seen it, bro. It's got Jamie Foxx. It's got a bunch of people in it. Um, I... I didn't go into this with a lot of expectation. I know the trailer looked pretty cool. I had it in my Netflix queue and it showed up. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to give Horrible Bosses an 8 out of 10. It was really high on the comedy level. It is, I believe it's rated R because I do know there's adult situations and language and whatnot. There's not any nudity, so Josh will skip out on that. But Yeah, <laughs> lame. <laughs> But uh, it was actually very, very funny. So I'm going to give thumbs up, 8 out of 10 for Horrible Bosses. So, yeah. All right, Josh, give me uh, give me a do. Give me a thumbs up, something you, you've enjoyed, movie or whatever, in the last while. Um, fried turkey. Yeah. Wait. Fried turkey. Is this, is this a video game or a movie you watched? No, no, this is just deep fried turkey. This is a good do. Oh, we're going, we're going off the spectrum here. We're going into a grub, right? That's right. That's right. So, uh, uh, conflicts of, uh, family interests made it. So we kind of did Thanksgiving early this year and, uh, deep fried myself a turkey. That's a definite do. Well, isn't, isn't, uh, your, the woman that you have a crush on Paula Dean, doesn't she basically say fry everything and then put butter on it? Yeah, and then you wrap it in bacon. <laughs> because uh Have you ever have you ever fried bacon in butter? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, so we, no, we we fried a turkey. Um Tom knows cuz I've done this uh, this is my third one that I've done now. Yep. And Tom's never had a taste of any of them. Nope, he's Josh has been uh, a fried turkey tease for for 3 2 years or 3 years. No, it's this, this is your this third is turkey. Second, this is only the second yeah, year. Yeah, this is your third turkey second year, yeah. Yeah. So, but we have a plan to do a get-together of a Dexter Marathon, and we're going to fry you up a turkey so you can yeah. actually uh, try all that delicious goodness that comes out of the out of the fryer. Looking forward to it. It's a definite do. Um, since Thanksgiving's coming up, everybody remember to brine your turkeys. That makes them taste the best. Those, that, that, that's my do right now. That's what I'd say. Sorry, I got grub on the brain. No kidding. I'm trying to think of when it's not on the brain. <laughs> well, hey, you never cover food in any of this stuff. So no, I'm I to yeah. You got to eat to stay alive. Yeah, you're very right. Uh, yeah, you never complained about the food I've made, so. Wait, no, that's not true. <laughs> I I, uh, I went up to that's Josh's house. That's because you didn't know how to assemble the burrito. Yeah, that's yeah, not my I fault went, that you didn't know how to assemble here's the a, burrito. Here's a little inside joke for you fans. Uh, one time Josh invited me up to his house, and he was bragging like, dude, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. And we sit down, and he has kind of like a smorgasbord, chuck a golden crowl kind of setup. And he's like, there you go. 
uh, scoop your stuff up and have at it. And there was it was everything was, to make a single burrito. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, finish. no, I get, I get to tell it how it was, oh, man. No, I was the victim here, so I get to say my piece first. All right, so go I, ahead. I get my then plate. I'll, then I'll explain what really happened. Yeah, yeah. I got my plate, got the tortilla shell, went up to the to the quote burrito bar. It wasn't, and, a tor- it wasn't a shell. It was just a tortilla. Fine, tortilla. I grabbed the tortilla, and then I grabbed, uh, there was some meat, there was some rice, there was some beans, beans. trying to remember if that was it. I think uh, that's all I soft. grabbed. There was some cheese. cheese, there was cheese, yeah. Anyway, so I, uh, I, of course, just put the meat, and I think I put the beans, or maybe I skipped the beans. I put them on the uh, shell, or the tortilla, and then I and then I ate that. And then I didn't uh, put the rice in it, and I ate the rice <laughs> by itself. And this and the whole I, time, I'm sitting there just snickering, like, I, I know he's not liking that. Now, remember in this story, guys, when I say this, Josh didn't speak up or tell anything. He didn't hand out instructions. <laughs> like, this is how you build your burrito. This rice was very interesting. It was... Uh, like, it was lime rice. Yeah, it was lime rice. It was like heavy lime. So as I'm eating it, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you're, expect, you're expecting white rice. Like, oh, that's nice, soothing. Uh, Tom's like, I don't think this is cooked right. <laughs> <laughs> well, first I'm like, wow, that's some seasoning there. <laughs> that's so, so just so you know, the, the lime rice is uh-huh. basically rice. With lime juice, with lime zest, and that's it. So yeah. Tom was like puckering and everything. Like, goodness, what is yeah, that? Josh is making it sound like that it wasn't heavy, dude. That lime flavoring was actually pretty heavy. Anyway, so <laughs> we eat it. And Josh is like, eh, so what'd you think? And I was like, that's eh, pretty good, but that rice was <laughs> rice was pretty strong, brother. I, what happened? And he's like, well, you're supposed to put the rice in the burrito. It's like well, you didn't tell me that. I didn't. I didn't know I needed to put the rice in the burrito. I thought that was a side dish. No. So what? Just so everybody knows what we made. We made pork barbacoa, which is where you use Coca Cola or Dr Pepper. You take your choice uh, with the meat, and and so you get the meat that has all the sweet sweet sauce, and then you use the lime rice to kind of offset it. And that's and Tom didn't know that, so I'm sure he was like, "Man, that meat was like super." sweet it you was. put a lot of brown sugar in it too and tom's like oh man it was all pretty messed up i'm like well, if you put the two together dumbass it comes out pretty oh. damn good <laughs> but I, I didn't complain about the meat i actually thought it was pretty good so. i thought i was gonna have to you know make his plate cut his meat for him and <laughs> cut his, so he could have it in little teeny you know spoonfuls so he yeah could, and put me in a high was chair with a sippy cup i was gonna help yeah. have to help him chew it lean him over my shoulder later on and burp him and everything <laughs> what else i was getting myself into oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so, so now so now we've completely bored our audience members of these uh so yeah fried turkey. back fried. to the yes, you do fried turkey okay that's my dude all right all right um the next thing i wanted to mention is uh i actually listened to the book the help the audio book of the help that's out in movie theaters right now i think it's going to be coming out to video fairly soon seems like it's been out for a while and I know this book's been getting really, really rave reviews. Um, the movie actually got good reviews as well. I haven't seen the movie yet. I do plan on seeing the movie. But I listened to the book, and I was I was completely 
enthralled. I really, really enjoyed it. And it is, it was another one of those uh, books where there's multiple narrators and it was almost like an audio play and I really, really dug it. So I would give The Help 9 out of 10 or 5 stars out of 5. Uh, yeah, it was it was very 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 good. So yeah, you listened to it too, Josh, right? Yeah, yeah. So. my wife even listened to it. It was oh, did she? It was excellent. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent, excellent book. So what would you rate so, it out of ten? Uh, I I give I would give that I'd give that a nine out of ten as well. So okay, so, yeah, it was it was very good. I'm excited to see the movie. I haven't seen the movie, um, but yeah, I. I both me and my wife want to go see the movie, but at this stage in the game, we might just be waiting for it to come out on DVD, yeah, or Blu-ray. So. Yeah, agree with you there. All right, you're up. What's up? Uh, Pucifer. Is this um, Maynard James Keenan of Tool and Perfect yes. Circle? Yes, this okay. is one of his other bands. Um, and uh, they've actually been out for a while, right, Pucifer? I think so, because um, they have at least two, if not more, albums. I haven't done a lot of research on them, uh, but it, yeah, yeah I, did, I did look on Amazon. They have multiple albums, at least four, I think, three or four albums. Yeah. yeah. Um, what happened was uh, Tom picked up uh, "Conditions of My Parole." Yeah. And uh, we listened to that. <clears throat> then uh, a buddy at work gave me their other album, which is. Uh, what's the name of that album? It's called C, and then parentheses, insert your name of genitalia or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that one I listened to and uh, found my favorite song by them so far that I've heard. And come to find out that the chick that's singing in it is uh, Mila Jovovich. Is that your favorite song on that album, really? That is my favorite song on that album. It oh, is. okay. So... And it's not a very. There's only like seven or eight songs on that. Yeah, that's that song. My favorite song that album is called "The Mission." So you know. Anyway, uh, the chick that's singing is Mila Jovovich, and I had no idea that she even sang. Um, for those of you who don't know who she is, uh, Resident Evil movies, uh, The Fifth, Fifth Element, Element, yep, uh, Joan of Arc. Uh, she's hot. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, she's... and she can sing, and she can sing. Yeah, I had I had no idea until Josh you'd mentioned that uh, she was singing, and I listened to the song, and I'm like, she's actually, yeah, she's a pretty good singer. I was like, is there anything this woman can't do at this point? <laughs> and uh, um, that day after I was listening to that album, somebody says, "You going to the show?" And I said, "What show?" And because I guess Pussifer was in Utah at the time, and they were playing yeah. a show. Whoops! And we didn't. We ended up. I ended up not going. And the guy who I work with went, and he says, yeah, we were there, and everybody went crazy because some chick was up on stage singing Mila, some joke, some Russian name or whatever. And I'm like, Mila Jovovich was there? And now I'm just kicking myself because I could have seen her live, which would have been awesome. (laughs) Yeah, it would have. Would have had a hard time walking home, but, you know, it would have been awesome. Yeah. So... Well, so, in, and for the record, this is actually, and I'm kind of embarrassed to even announce this, but this this is actually my first uh, time being introduced to Pussifer, and I've been a long-time Tool fan, and both me and Josh have been a long-time Tool and Perfect Circle fans, 
I'm Good. new to it as well. You know, I mean, like I said, Tom picked it up and introduced me to it. I mean, I, we I follow Tool on uh, on Twitter, and I saw him talking about this album, and I'm like. What is this? Is this just him promoting another band that he thinks is good? And come yeah. to find out, no, he was the he's the brains behind it, which I thought was pretty cool. I thought I would have picked up on that a little quicker, but yeah, conditions of my parole just came out last month, and it's been in the uh, bestsellers on Amazon because I go to Amazon MP3 about every day and and just watch their deals because they always have three dollar albums. And I had some Amazon credit, and I used it up in uh, conditions of my parole and I actually really dig that album it's a good album it is a good album it's a very good album sweet alright now I want to do some things that I hate let's do let's riff on some things that uh, some don'ts some thumbs down okay uh, so heads up this this might actually take the cake for me um, I'm not even let me let me see if I can uh, stretch out a little bit before I get this started here all right. Jeez, do I need to go first? Jeez, you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm fine. I'm just. I, I'm trying to calm down so I don't get too fired up about this. My wife's been watching the show called Hoarders, and I know that uh, some of you guys <laughs> have been watching the show too. This is Tom's new favorite show. <laughs> and I actually talked to Josh on the phone about this, and he actually said it during the phone call. I was like, "You have got to put this on a segment of my diversion." Um. <laughs> So here we go. So uh, I've been trying to watch this show, Hoarders. They keep everything. I've been acquiring things as long as I can remember. It was out of control. This I want to keep. Keep, keep that. And risk losing so much more. My husband moved out. I am threatened with eviction. I'm scared that he's going to completely break down. It's like leading a double life. And it's on Netflix streaming, so we've been kind of working through some of the episodes. And I can't even begin to tell you how horrific of a show this is this is this is one of the most despicable disgusting it's just and tom loves every minute no of i don't no i don't my wife loves it she's like yeah let's watch let's watch another hoarders because it's in a way it's like watching <laughs> watching <laughs> watching the most despicable human beings on the planet living in their own filth and what really kills me about this show, and this is what I was telling Josh, this is what just kills me about this show. <laughs> it's basically saying, because there's always a disclaimer at the beginning of the show saying, you know, there's one to two million uh, people that are affected by this disorder, this mental disorder called hoarding. <laughs> and, and I just shake my head like, really? This is a disorder? The disorder is, is that they didn't buy a garbage can. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, At least garbage liners. What it, what it really comes down to is every single one of these so far. I mean, there's some there's some pretty heinous ones that I think are exceptions. But for the most part, all they're really doing is showing lazy people. lazy Laziness to the 10th degree. You know, it's like... <laughs> That's what just amazing. I'm watching this show of laziness gone awry. You know, it's like you're <laughs> you're watching basically what everybody deep down inside wants to do. Like, I don't want to do. Shit. I'm gonna have to beat myself there. <laughs> that was awesome. Congratulations. That's the first beep on Tom. I love it. Uh, so it's just 
Everybody doesn't want to. I mean, nobody wants to be responsible, right? No, nobody wants to pick up after themselves, right? Well, <laughs> you really did need to stretch out before this segment. I told you. So, so, so nobody wants to do all this, right? But, but TLC has found a show or started a show on on these people that have that are living the dream. You know, that they're, they're they they've said f you to responsibility. They've said f you to picking up after themselves. They said f you to throwing things away. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to make myself a makeshift chair in the middle of my filth, um, and I'm going to have a TV show come in and clean up all this stuff. And it's like in the movie Hoorah. Seven, right? It's like in the movie Seven, the guy who's the sloth. It's just like that, right? Where <laughs> <laughs> he's just got like pizza boxes piled up around him and everywhere, right? It's but it's worse. It... This is our main living room. Um, we eat in here. Um, we get a lot of fast food. Sometimes we'll get things that we can microwave. And when we're done, the paper plates, the cups, the pizza boxes go on the floor. It's not good, but that's the truth. Oh, this is awful. We barely use our kitchen anymore because our fridge stopped working a few years ago, and now our dishwasher doesn't work properly because the sink is stopped up. With no sink, you don't have a dishwasher. No dishes means you can't cook. So we don't. Um, the only thing that I really do use in here, we use the microwave, but it is gross too. So it really needs cleaning. And I have three coffee pots. Um, it's easier to buy a new coffee pot than it is to clean a really dirty one. The reason we buy new coffee pots is because when they get dirty, they get a lot of maggots in them. And that's not something you really want to put your lips to. I mean, there was a, there was a lady whose bathroom got so bad where she couldn't flush it anymore. And so what did she do? She went and got one of those porta potty things that you poop into like a little shopping bag under your, the, the hole in your chair. Cause that's what it is. A little porta potty chair. She thing. just went right into the bathroom into the bathtub. I thought was what you were telling. Oh yeah. Me. Yeah. She, well, she went in the bathtub first and then it got gross. And, and, and instead really, of yeah, it only take one. <laughs> <laughs> but but the bad thing was is she, she was like not even cleaning up after herself so she would disclose you know she'd soil her clothing and so she'd start throwing clothing in the bathtub so it's I mean there's feces and well, urine everywhere up. hey no 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 what they, that makes us you don't have to buy toilet paper yeah it's it's very convenient <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> Dude, I think Excuse we just me. lost the other half of the listeners because now you're me. just grossing them out. Uh, but but the thing is, is, so she's on this porta potty, and you know, there's like this shopping cart bag, and she does her business in it, and she, and then when she's done, she just ties it off and throws it in the corner of the room. Problem solved. She didn't even bury it. Well, she buried it in other bags later. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so gross. 
gross. So anyway, I've been trying to watch this show. I mean, literally. See, hang I've on. Been, hang- Just admit it. You've been trying to watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying because my wife wants to watch it, and she watches shows with me like horrible bosses. She'll watch this. But then it's when it's her turn, she'll say, well, let's, I want to watch an episode of Hoarders. And I'm like, oh. And I literally have to really calm down. And then when I'm watching it, I mean, I normally don't cuss. As, as a parent is on this on this show, I don't cuss very much. But on this show, I I have to admit, I do let a couple go. Because it, they shouldn't call this, <laughs> they shouldn't call the show Hoarders. They should call this show Laziness gone awry because I swear to you, these people are just freaking lazy. It's just lazy. And and then they bring in these quote professional organizers. Where do you get a job like that? Where where you're an organizer, where you can come in and say, what we got here is a mess. Um, And and what we're going to need to do is clean this up. Okay, so. How do you get a job like that? I mean, it's not like you I go to the grocery it. store and buy a bag of or a box of Lysol disinfecting wipes and like I'm a professional. <laughs> well, I mean, I have to expect them to say, you know, like professional organizer. What do they actually do when they're not cleaning up hoarders mess? Isn't isn't that episode? Didn't you say in that episode the guy who was like there to help clean up her? Sh- he was with 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and he's like, I quit. And he was like one of the yeah. presidents or whatever. He's like, I'm Oh, he done. was a supervisor for like 20, 30 years with 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and he got in there. He's like, I, I mean, we walked into the bathroom, and he's like, I've seen a lot, a lot of bad things in my time working for this company. And he's like, I had to walk away. I was not. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, he was like. <laughs> wait, wait, but you're called 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Yeah, got-JUNK, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, got yeah. He's like, even us garbage men have limits, dude. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that's basically what I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put not only two thumbs down on this. I'm just gonna say, I mean, I guess if you're watching it for an experiment to just dive into the human psyche of what's possible, what a human being is actually possible of doing, of of living in their own filth, and then. Saying, oh, you got a TV camera? Come on in! (laughs) Yeah, show my face. Have my kids get on here and... (laughs) I I don't know. I I just... Oh, it's the... Anyways, that's... Are you okay? uh, No, I'm not okay. (laughs) Every time I watch this show, I'm like, dude, why am I watching the laziest people on the planet... Just, just rolling around in there because it makes you feel then, so much better about yourself. And they're bringing in these people that are professionals, and they're like, oh, "These people have a disorder. We need, we need to treat them kindly. We need to." I'm like, just throw them in a freaking padded room and throw their house, or burn their house down. It's just disgusting. All right, I'm done. I'm out. That's why you tell your wife to get back in the kitchen. All right. <laughs> Okay. I'm sure I've already got all the women who ever listened to our show to hate me. So Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> uh, if they can't take a joke, come on. I'm not that bad. I just like to joke about it. Remember, Josh at MyDiversion.com. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, do you have a don't? Or did I pretty much steal all of the thunder? <sighs> wow. I, I don't even know if I got anything to compete with that. Um yeah, we, I yeah, we're good. 
<laughs> Josh only has enjoyed things in the last little while. And he has- Tom, I'll have you know that that turkey we carved the other day, I did throw the carcass away. It's not just sitting next to me on the ground right now. Okay. Did you, did, yeah, because you could have put it in a garbage sack and thrown it in the corner if you wanted. Well, I could have just left it next to me, you know, and then waited for my uh, waited for a cat to die and left that yeah. next to me too, you know. And so. Yeah. But it's okay because it's a it's a it's a it's a disease that I have. So, lot yeah. lot of freaking hoarders are animal supporters too. Like you go into the house and there's there's forty two recorded cats. And she's like, you know, I haven't seen Smokey around for a while. <laughs> like, well, maybe because Smokey died in your garage four years ago. And, oh, there's her carcass, petrified. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nicely done. We've got a cat holocaust in your garage. Thanks, old lady. And and the worst part is, is she looks like the stereotype. Like, I thought we were done talking about You were the one bringing him back. <laughs> all right, all right, we're done. We're done. <laughs> If you guys haven't tuned out, we're... we're All right, here's a don't. Don't bring up hoarders with Tom. (laughs) That's a good don't. Yeah, all right. All right, we're moving on. Segment number two. my stuff together here all right we're gonna do we're gonna do a little bit of video game stuff uh in the last month two of the biggest games of the year came out call of duty modern warfare 3 and the long-awaited battlefield 3 from dice and frostbite me i was actually way more excited for battlefield 3 coming out i've been i haven't i wouldn't say i've been a battlefield fan from the beginning um i just really got turned on to them when their bad company series came out um i really like battlefield bad company and bat and bad company 2 really dug those games um and then battlefield 3 was basically like a modern warfare-ish first person shooter um, without the uh, bad company and stuff like that, and it, there's vehicles and anyway, that came out. I had I went and pre-ordered that, and uh, and I finally played through it with my son, and we got through the campaign, and I've been playing some multiplayer. Um, I'm really really liking it. Um, IGN has has given a rating to Battlefield Three as a nine out of ten. And I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. But I would probably give that closer to a 9.3 or 5. I want to, I want to give it a little more than a 9, but I'll, maybe 9 is sufficient. What about you, Josh? You got Battlefield 3, right? Yes, I have Battlefield 3. Uh, I got it on release day. Um, yeah, I give that a 9. It's great. So let me go through a few of the pros and cons of Battlefield 3, because there are a few cons. 
if the, there is. The pros are, one, and this is very unique to Battlefield, is destructible environment. In uh, almost all their maps, uh, all the environment's pretty much destructible, all except for the roads, of course, but uh, all the buildings, there's... Well, that's not true. You drop enough yeah, bombs you, on the yeah. road, you crater it. That's right, that's right. So it's pretty much destructible environment all the way around. Um, I really like that element when it comes to multiplayer. Um, it's really nice to be able to shoot through a wall or if Tom's laying on the ground to bring down the building that he's in front of and kill him. Yeah, because it, yeah. it adds a new element to, this, to the strategy of it. Because if you're trying to capture a territory or a flag or, or if you're doing team deathmatch and everybody's bunkered up in one building, you guys can put some C4 or blow that building down and voila, or... Abracadabra. Objective complete. <laughs> yeah. And so it that's actually pretty fun. Um, what's the other? What's another pro the battlefield has? The vehicles, man. It, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. awesome. I mean, you got all the vehicles. So when you play multiplayer, you've got jets, helicopters, tanks, jeeps, Hummers. I mean, boats. you got it all. Yep. Boats. There's yeah. the boats. There's the troop transports in the yep. water. I mean, come on. Hands down, with you combine that with the destructible environment, the vehicles, hands down, best multiplayer online when it comes to just like you know, uh, rush or where it's territories or capture the flag or just that right there makes it the best in my opinion. I'm gonna go out on a limb by saying Battlefield 3 is the best first person shooter to date, I think. I would agree with that, really. So, it, yes. It hands it to Killzone because you. I remember you gave Killzone three ten. Well, I loved Killzone. I it's 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 they took the thing is is because Killzone doesn't have the destructible environment. Right. So I mean they've taken everything I've wanted in the game, put the destructible environment in it. I'm happy. Can't wait to see what they come up with for next time. So. Right. All right. So the cons and the frost and the frostbite two engine is amazing. Yeah. It, it, I, I can't emphasize enough. The graphics are actually really, really good. I haven't experienced... Well, I might have experienced one or two glitches or, or a little bit of the environment lag. But that's pretty... That's extremely, extremely rare. And we're playing this on the PlayStation, by the way. We're not playing it on PC or Xbox. But, um, yeah, I, I'm very, very impressed. And Josh was uh, giving me because he's got a new home theater set up, and he said the sounds in the game are absolutely phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I got myself my new 3D projector, my new sound all set up in my new house, and it's awesome. you got people shooting at you with, you know, when you're running 7.1 system. I mean, I know the game's only in a DTS uh, 5.1, I believe, but when you mix it into the 7.1, they shoot the rocket at you or bullets at you, and you're hearing the stuff go off behind you. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, that's what I, I actually think gives me an advantage playing multiplayer when you're playing and you've got everybody, you know, running around. If, if you're like in a place where it's kind of quiet and you hear somebody coming by, you can actually tell from the sound where they're at in the room or where they're at in the game so you know which way to turn to find them. Yeah, and, and there's not there's not a, a lot. Benefit. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a lot of games that have Dolby Digital surround like Battlefield does. So... All right, so let's let's run down the cons real quick to Battlefield. Uh, the yeah. cons. This is the first one on top of my list. Is uh, you got to pay to play multiplayer. When you buy the game, you get the online access to play. And this is an EA thing that yeah. 
this actually goes in the in the if we get to it a WTF in my opinion. Yeah, because if you buy the game new, you'll get the access code to be able to play online. And like Josh said, this is an EA thing, so you have to put in the code if you want to multiplayer it. Now the disadvantage is is if you GameFly Battlefield Three or you Redbox it. Redbox it. it. Yeah. Um, you've got to pay the ten dollars because it's a ten dollars uh, just a flat fee to get them access code so you can play it and that's that seems asinine because if you're just playing Battlefield 3 for a couple days or for a month or two and you're just wanting to do some multiplayer to see what it's like you have to pay the you know the $10 access fee and that's that's that really bugs me but uh, I mean it doesn't affect me because I bought the game but it uh, I don't like that at all yeah, yeah I they they should be able to figure out a way to imprint the code into the into the actual software of the disc. Yeah. So that when you install it into your system, because the whole thing that pisses me off so bad is that, and EA is notorious for this for their online play is that they want you to have the code, so you down. And I'm pretty sure it's across even on on Microsoft on the Xbox, and because I know it's on. This is how it used to be with PC games, and still is with PC games. You get your code. That's what makes it so you can play online. Well, they've transferred this to consoles. You get your code so you can play online on their servers. And the thing that sucks is you trade that game in or you sell that game, and EA is upset because they're like, well, but now we got another person coming on our server. Well, yeah, but it's the same amount of discs out there. It's not like it's really costing you any more to do it, but they want to double dip and say you want the money to come in for it. It should be where it's included on the disc because you obviously... I mean, sure, there's probably people that are pirates out there who are, you know, I like to do things illegally and steal those a-holes. And I can understand why they would want to stop that. But if they they had the code imprinted in the disk some way, not like, here, it's printed on the disk, here's your code. No, like in the code of the game. So when you insert it, it just automatically accesses and and says that this is an official copy. Yes, you can play it online. That's how it should be. Right. Well, you know, because the person who actually downloads that code into their system and to like how me and you have it, where you get the little card that says "Enter this code so you can play online." Right. If right. we ever sell our game, we're never going to use that code again. I know. I know. That's the that's and it's the bummer. Bull crap. It is. But, but this this is this is an argument that goes way beyond it is. EA or anything. We're talking about downloadable content, which all companies, video game companies, are really starting to dip into and take advantage of. Where. If you know you have to pay all this extra money to get additional suits of armor, I'm looking at you, Sony. Yeah, it, it's it's getting to be a pretty ugly thing. It's basically just video game companies or manufacturers where they're they're just trying to even capitalize even more than than on their overpriced or overcharged games for the average gamer, and it's really hurting the uh, used video game market and GameFly and red box and all that stuff but <clears throat> so yeah this this is a much bigger argument this uh, downloadable content or dlc it's an ugly ugly thing um one of mine that i don't one of my negatives towards uh battlefield no no land party setup because you have yeah. to code that that's a big deal for me i like it to is. do the i like to do land parties at my house you know we did it with halo um, we've, we've done it with football. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, we've done it with several games, and, and that's kind of a big deal to me. 
Yeah. And so I don't like that. That should be... People should know that you need to include that on there, especially because a LAN party, you're not playing on their servers. You should include that on the game, especially for those people that, you know, don't want to have to play on your server. Right. You know, don't want to have to pay for that fee, but they still want to play some multiplayer. I don't know if it's intentional that they leave that out. It just seems ridiculous to me. Like, why? Well, yeah, they left it out because they want to get their ten bucks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe that's it. But, but it's also like, uh, why don't they? Why don't a lot of games offer the split screen options where you can get, you know, two players per? Yeah, but I believe I believe this one does. I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure this one does. Offers uh, the two-player campaign. Well, maybe on campaign, but not multiplayer. Right. But uh, Killzone, I know, is one player per disc or per screen. I, I don't know. I, no, it's not. Not not the new one. The new one, you can split the screen up. Can you? Yeah, because you can play the you can play the campaign that way. I'm pretty do sure you, you can play the multiplayer that do way. Do you know? As well. if, do you know if Modern Warfare splits screen? Modern. Yes, it does, and we'll we'll get to that when we okay. start breaking down modern warfare. All right. Anyway, so so we both pretty much give Battlefield what a nine nine out of ten. Yeah, nine yeah. five. Destructible environment graphics, sound is amazing. And in the multiplayer, it's based it's set up just like the bat the bad company stuff where yeah. you you level up, um, you get uh, you unlock certain stuff. So it's it's the same sort of thing. It's I, I, there's good and bad things about that. The bad thing is, is for the noobs, it's it's really tough. But it just comes with the environment. Almost all of the multiplayer games are now doing that, where you got to level up to unlock stuff. All right, so let's let's do some Modern Warfare Three. All warfare is based on deception. For years, the West's hypocrisy has made the world a battlefield. First, let me just go ahead and make the announcement. Modern Warfare 3 is now the reigning champion of... It's a trap! Okay, so Modern Warfare 3 has now got the record for the most games sold on launch day. They crossed the $400 million mark on launch day. It was the most pre-ordered game. Um, it finally achieved the unachievable. It actually beat out um, the Blu-ray of Star Wars, which is, I guess, the <laughs> Star Wars was. Uh, is that true? Yeah, the blue this pre-ordered a Blu-ray Star Wars was like <laughs> they're comparing it against. That's great. Yeah. Oh man. That, I guess the pre-order or the Blu-ray launch for Star Wars was actually huge. But yeah, Marvel, but he's already changing it again. <laughs> yeah, as we speak, Modern Warfare Three is now the reigning champ for launch day. Anyway, so Josh, you 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 were one of those four hundred million uh, given. I was also one of the ones that helped Star Wars, though. Yeah, you were. You are. Um, I I haven't bought Modern Warfare Three. I went and red boxed it, um, and I played through. The campaign is really short. I got through it pretty quick. My son got to play a few missions with me. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the campaign. I like Modern Warfare 2 okay. Um, there's there's just some things that now I'm automatically comparing to Battlefield that I don't like. Um, like, obviously, the destructible environment, stuff like that. But, 
the story's fun. Um, I will say that in the story, like in Modern Warfare 2, it's like Armageddon times two. <laughs> just the whole world's just going to crap, and and in Modern Warfare 3, nothing changes. They just now it's they're taking it overseas. Now it's like France and Germany Russia. and Russia. So so now <laughs> let's move the Armageddon and destruction to another place. But it's still fun. I, I like the story. It's all right, but it's short campaign and. So, yeah. So that's my take on that. I would give Modern Warfare 3 an 8 out of 10. I would drop it down. Okay. Um, I own it. I haven't had time to play the campaign. Um, I've played multiplayer online. <sighs> Beat me up if you guys want. I hate it. I hate multiplayer online. Um, it's like a glorified Counter-Strike. I don't think the graphics are that great for the online play. The multiplayer online. Um... I I hate the perks. I've always hated the perk system. I, I truly dislike the perks. Yeah, um, and, and to be warned, Call of Duty fans out there, Josh has played Black Ops, Modern Warfare 2. I mean, you're a big Call of Duty guy. Yeah, I am. I, I played call, I played the original Call of Duties um, where you're in the World War IIs and everything, like when they originally released on Xbox. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I... It, don't take that wrong. Don't take that as I don't like the Modern Warfare game. I love it. I, I give it an 8.5. I think it's a great game. Okay. I hate the multiplayer online just because there's no way to deactivate the perks unless you create your own private match. There should be a way to, to say, I want to play in matches where there's no perks in there. And per- there's times where perks are fun, but not when you're in there playing. Like, and I'm, like I said, when. If you're not one of the first guys getting on and all you're doing is playing multiplayer to level up as fast as you possibly can and these people buying their Mountain Dews so they get the double XP, uh, experience points and everything <laughs> to level up the freaking suckers, I gave up soda, so I'm screwed. <laughs> but, I mean, you have that, and so you get in there, and that's the other thing I hate. Where's the balance when I play? Like, so we played um, Saturday night, Friday night we played, and... I'm, I'm a level 12 at the time we were doing this. My brother-in-law was a level 12. We were ranking up at the same times. Yeah, he's not talking how to me. Come, I, I didn't play, so go How on. come everybody else on the other team was in their 40s and 50s? And I swear, everybody on our team was in the in the teens and single digits. But everybody on the other team was in the 40s and 50s. And I'm like, how is this a fair and balanced game? We get in there, and they've got perks going all over the place. I'm like, this is bullshit. So, and, and it was actually very frustrating, and it turned me off. And... I I hate it. I, I I hate the online play. Now, you rotate it into the other online play of the of uh, special ops, spec ops. Well, let, let's get into let's get into that for a second. Explain what a perk is. Isn't a perk basically where you can call in airstrikes? You... Yeah, you call in the stupid helicopter, or you call in the drone, or you call yeah. in the, the 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 predator missiles. It's just. It's stupid. I hate it. And it's free kills for somebody who's not even getting it. And that's the argument. Is people are like, yeah, well, but in Battlefield, you get the helicopters and the jets. Yeah, but there has to be somebody freaking flying it. Yeah, there has right. to be another player controlling it where this is just the computer controlling it. It's stupid. I hate it. And it's very and it's very uh, difficult to avoid the, the perks, like when the missiles and stuff come at you. Right, right. Well, I mean, the Predator missiles, that's not quite so big of a deal because, yeah, that's guided in by a player. 
Right. But it's when the drone's up, or it's when the, the helicopter's up, or that's the stuff that really bugs the shit out of me. Okay. It just annoys me. So Josh doesn't like the perks. Okay, so you were yeah, saying... that's like my hoarders, okay? <laughs> so you're saying that there was another option, and I actually saw this on the disc, but I didn't get a chance to do it, but there's a special ops. Special ops, which is, it's like it was on Modern Warfare 2, where you and a buddy get to go in there and, and do these missions. Well... For those of you that have played the uh, Black Ops, which everybody knows the zombies from Black yeah. Ops, yep. blast to play that. Well, they've brought that finally into Modern Warfare 3, but it's not zombies. They're just guys coming at you with guns and everything, but it's by waves. So it's the same aspect where you start with a just like a regular pistol, and you can kill them, but now you can pick up their guns. Whereas when you're playing against the zombies, you don't get to pick up because they don't have guns. They're just coming at you. Can you well, this put- one, you get to pick up their guns. Can you play in these levels with bots, or do you, you just have to play with friends? It's just you and a buddy. Okay. Against all of these, uh, against all of these guys coming at you, right. and the guys they get more and more difficult. Like you'll get to where there's just helicopters in the air, aka the perk. But at least then you have the missiles to shoot them down. You can go and buy predator missiles, or you can go out and waste all your bullets trying to shoot them down that way. Um, you you but you unlock the computers to go and buy. Just like the, it's just like the zombies, where if you kill the zombies, you get money. Headshots are worth more. Knifing's worth a little bit more. That kind of stuff. So now you go and you take your money and you go and you you upgrade your guns. You can put you know the, your EOTech sights on it. You can buy sniper rifles. You can buy right, body right, armor. Right, right, right. So that, all, that's... all that fun stuff. You can go and buy your airstrikes or your dr- or your predator missiles. That kind of stuff. It, that is a blast to play. And it's just wave after wave after wave. Plus every wave you. I'm not sure if it's every way, but as you progress so far and you level up, you actually unlock the levels where in the old Spec Ops, uh, Modern Warfare 2, you had to get so many stars before it unlocked the next tier. This one, if you just keep playing that and get further and further in the waves, it actually starts to unlock the other missions for you. Yeah, so that that's actually sounds really good. I mean, I, I do think that I will eventually pick up Modern Warfare 3, but I, got, I think I'm going to pick it up on the cheap later on. So. That, in my opinion, is what actually saved Modern Warfare for me from really going downhill. Um, like I said, I haven't played the campaign, but that's what saved it from going downhill was the Spec Ops, how they've changed it up. and I'd, It's a blast. Spec Ops is amazing. Yeah. So uh, let me hear you give IGN's reviews of this. So IGN gave Modern Warfare 3 a 9 out of 10. They actually gave Modern Warfare 2 a 9.5 out of 10, so Modern Warfare 2 actually rated higher. Um, Battlefield 3, they gave a 9. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, they get it. They gave an 8.9, and then the original Bad Company, they gave an 8.6. So, I actually think, and I've told Josh this, but I actually think Bad Company 2 actually holds up, and I actually think, in a lot of ways, it's actually funner than Modern Warfare 3. Um... The multiplayer in Bad Company 2, I still think, is a lot of fun. So, if you guys are just looking for some fun first-person shooter and you don't want to buy the new Battlefield 3, uh, I say go get some Bad Company 2. You'll like it. Yeah. We're coming up against it. All right. So, if you want, we can hurry and throw in a, uh, a last five-minute WTF. You got a WTF? Yep. I've got one. Uh, last and final segment, segment number three. We're going to do a quick uh, WTF. So what the f*** are you talking about? What the f*** 
f*** are you talking about? The Chinaman is not the issue here, dude. What the f*** are you Walter, he peed on my rug. He peed on the dude's rug. What the f*** is going on there? Walter, what the f*** is going on? He hung up, man. What the... Have they called yet? What the hell is this? Walter, what the f*** are you thinking, man? What the f*** are you talking about? Huh? No, what the f*** are you... I'm not... What the f*** is he talking about? Exactly what happened. That makes me f***ing sick. What the f*** is that supposed to mean? What the f*** are we going to tell Lebowski? I'm sorry. Does anything have to do with Vietnam? Dude, I'm what sorry. the f are you talking about? Dude, I'm sorry. Just one thing, dude. What's that? You have to use so many cuss words. What the f are you talking about? Uh, I guess I can't use hoarders in there. I've already done that. So what's your <laughs> what's your what's your WTF, Josh? All right, Sony. What the f Sony. What's wrong with Sony? Sony? They've changed their whole how many systems you can have activated to use your your account with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They've changed it from five activated systems to two. Well, Sony, I own three PlayStation 3s. Okay? So now you're telling me I can't use my sh** on one of them. That's frustrating. And supposedly they say it's only affecting the stuff that you purchase after November 18th. Everything else before that is still fine. But it's all the other stuff you buy. Well, fine, Sony. If you're going to do that, you need to start sending me my physical data so I can move it onto whatever system I want. Right. that's annoying as hell. The only good thing about them doing this is they finally made it. Because, Tom, you know I've been through two PlayStation 3s. So I have all five of my systems activated now. But two of those systems... I don't even own anymore right. because they died. I sent them back to Sony. Did they deactivate them? No. Even though I put notes on there, please deactivate this system before you repair them and send me back the other one. Yeah, you had no. To, they you never had to call, deactivated. You had to call Sony to figure out all that mess. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they and they won't do it. They'll be like, well, we'll deactivate um, all of your systems, but you're going to be reduced by one now. So, and they did that both times. So now I'm stuck with the three, right? So now if I have a system die, well, now I'm just SOL. Well, the thing that they finally did that's good is now they made it so, or they're making it so you can go online, see the systems that are activated on your account, and deactivate all the other ones. So those two dead systems that Sony has, or that they've refurbished and sent to some loser somewhere, those ones I can finally deactivate from my account so that I can use my freaking media where I want it. Except for now, basically they're going to say, oh, and that other one you have in your house, Josh, that one's automatically deactivated because we're assholes. <laughs> it pisses me off. It oh me yeah, off. but you, you know Sony's just thinking, dude. There's nobody that has three of these systems. <laughs> Who would have three of these systems? Me and Kevin Butler. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I completely agree with you though. I I think that it should be. I think if they were going to reduce it from five, I think they should have taken it down to four or at the minimum three. Right. Two is a big jump. From I mean, five I know why they're doing jump. it. They're doing it because they're thinking people are are uh, sharing all their stuff with other people. Sure. And, I hey, I've got three PlayStation 3s. I can't share with anybody. Right, right. So, and now you're making it so I can't even, you're, you're essentially making it so I can't even share with myself. Or, I guess I'll put it this way, I can't share with my wife anymore. <laughs> so, i got to put that in the prenup now. <laughs> So, 
All right. So Sony restricting their sharing abilities on their PlayStations because Josh has got way too many PlayStations. <laughs> it's pretty annoying. It is. Yeah. All right. Um, the only WTF that I even have come close to is I'm I'm a little frustrated because I, as I know, I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm I'm still kind of toying with the idea of getting an Xbox because I've kind of got the Halo itch again. New one comes out on Tuesday, bro. Um, but well, the uh, new old one, the new old one, let's put it <laughs> the, that way, the anniversary edition. Yeah, I, but I don't think I can do it. Um, Josh made a pretty compelling case to me. He's like, dude, you got to pay to play. You got to pay fifty bucks to play on Xbox Live, and with all the downloadable content BS that I've that I've been up against, I'm I'm actually kind of shying away from it a little bit. Like, well. PlayStation's nice because you don't have to pay to play. Um, maybe I should just... I don't know. I'm still up in the air about it, so... Hey, Xbox, why don't you just drop your charging for Xbox Live, would you? You'd be doing me a favor. I would be. I would become a loyal customer once again. Alright? Microsoft? They're not listening to you. You don't even have an Xbox. They can give a shit. No, but I'm saying, hey, I, I'm the guy that would. I would come over. If you pick up an Xbox, are you going to get Connect? Possibly. I've heard good things about it, and I've heard bad things about it. I'd want to test it. Okay. But, uh, eh, you know, if I, if I found it on the cheap, I'd probably do it. All right. So, let's recap this bitch. I'm censoring the hell out of the thing, right? <laughs> man, we did good getting Tom into hoarders, man. He went off. Oh, uh, yeah. I let a swear go. How about that? So our first segment, we did some do's and don'ts. We talked about Horrible Bosses, great movie, uh, the Help audiobook. Um, Josh talked about Pussifer. Uh, I talked a little bit about getting my Kindle Fire very soon. Don't and then I, the fried turkey. And the fried turkey. Sorry, Paula Dean. The fried turkey. And then I went off on hoarders a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> 15 minutes worth. <laughs> An entire segment, pretty much. Uh, and then in our second segment, we, we did a breakdown of Battlefield 3 and Modern Warfare 3. Um, some reviews and what we personally think. I think what it really comes down to is we both agree with Battlefield 3 wins that um, argument, but uh, if you just want to go by customer sales, Modern Warfare Three wins. But and you really can't go wrong with either one, though. Yeah, they're both pretty good, but but uh, we're just going to give the the slight edge to Battlefield Three. And then we did a little WTF. Josh is complaining about having too many systems <laughs> and the woe the woes of having too many PlayStations. <laughs> yeah, to only have my problems. And then the pay to play for Xbox. All right, so I think that does it. Uh, hey, and if you guys want to be part of the show, you can email us. Um, that would be cool. You can email. <laughs> Don't email us by saying, "Hey, Tom, Josh, this is an email." Now stop your whining. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you guys, maybe you guys could email us with some things, and we will uh, we'll read them on the show, and you guys could be part of the show and. Uh, and how you can contact us, you can email us at tom at mydiversion.com or josh at mydiversion.com. You can also go to our website, mydiversion.com. There's a contact page there. You can go through that. 
And oh yeah, and while you're at the website, check it out. Look around. Click like on us stuff. on iTunes. Yeah, do us do us an iTunes review, would you? Five stars or don't leave us one. <laughs> and then uh, be sure to like us on Facebook. I know it's we're kind of encouraging the enemy with Facebook, but uh, we have our own Facebook page, and I try to keep things going. I, I give uh, you know some tidbits. And I don't. And I don't. And Josh doesn't because <laughs> that's what he does. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> Someday I might post something on there. People be like, who the hell is that guy? What a stupid post. That must have been Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Um, And big props again. Once again to uh, Jonathan Pope for our music. And uh, that's it. Anything from you, man? No, I'm good. All right. That's a wrap. Listening to the My Diversion podcast. Find us on the web at mydiversion.com. The music for this episode was provided by Jonathan Pope. <laughs>